0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Minnesota Twins Podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 28th. And I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code Lockdown. you'll get 20% off your next order. My goodness, last night, game six... Dodgers raised so much to talk about with that game. Truly unbelievable. Uh, From Kevin Cash, pulling Blake Snell, five and a third. He'd allowed two singles, nine strikeouts, looked dominant. Gets pulled in favor of Nick Anderson, who's had a, a horrendous postseason in his last seven outings. I think he's given up a run in each one. It might be eight to go to the bullpen. And then after the game, it's announced that Justin Turner was pulled in the eighth inning because he tested positive for the coronavirus and was out there celebrating with his teammates at times without a mask on. It was an unbelievable evening as the Dodgers won their first World Series since 1988, but that's clearly not the headline here. It's uh, it's Justin Turner now and, and the decision that he made last night. We'll talk about those things. We're also going to talk about a guy who was his option was declined today by his team and he becomes a free agent. I think he's a, a decent option for the Twins if he doesn't enter retirement or if they believe uh that 2020 was more of just an outlier compared to 2019. We'll talk about this guy as well. His name is Howie Kendrick and he's a free agent now. I know the Twins were interested in him or Twins fans were interested in him, very different there. Uh as an option last offseason Ended up re-upping with the Nationals. They've declined his $6.5 million mutual option. That means either the, both the player and the club have to pick that up, and the club denied that. 37-years-old uh, utility infielder. Can't play short. We'll talk about Howie. First, let's let let's go in sequential order here. The Rays get up one nothing. Guess who? Randy Rosarena. The legend of Randy. If there's one thing I'll tell my kids about 2020, a positive about 2020, Randy Rosarena in the playoffs uh, has been – or was a a shining light in this MLB season, was amazing what he was able to do. Hits another home run. I think he had 10 in the whole post. Just amazing. He was amazing. And the Cardinals uh, GM came out today and apologized to Cardinals fans, basically, and said, "We, we didn't do a good enough job of evaluating talent when we traded Randy. That's how good he was. The GM of the team who traded him had to come out after the playoffs and say, basically that he was sorry about that trade, even though we haven't even seen the prospect who went over to St. Louis, the lefty, Liberator. Amazing. Randy Rosarina hits a home run. Rays go up one nothing. Blake Snell is dominant. Five and a third, nine strikeouts, two singles. Gives up a single to Austin Barnes. And we know that Kevin Cash, who is friends with Rocco Baldelli, so they come from the same tree in Tampa Bay. We know that Kevin Cash, A, doesn't like his pitchers to go through the order a third time because the numbers support it. Snell's numbers support it. All starting pitchers' numbers basically support it outside of maybe a few. And even then, it's it's like even Jacob deGrom's maybe not as pronounced as some other guys third time through the order numbers. The lineup rolls over, and Cash doesn't hesitate. Comes out, pulls Snell in favor of Nick Anderson with a one nothing lead. Anderson comes in, immediately gives up a double to bats. Both runs score on a... Wild pitch, and then a ground out to first. Bet scores, and the Rays go down two to one. Mookie ends up homering in the late innings. I think it was in the eighth, and the Rays lose three to one. Twitter exploded. Players, it, it, players, teams, co- everyone just exploded about this decision from Kevin Cash. It didn't surprise me at all. Like it, it didn't surprise me. I don't know why people were surprised. I think. That doesn't mean that I think it was a good call. I just think that it was surprising. Or excuse me, it wasn't surprising. I think it was uh, something that he's done all year, and it's a reason why the Rays have gotten to this point because they do rely on the numbers. And so much of this and so much of today and last night was about analytics and analytics are bad and follow your gut. I understand all of that. I I think it was a mistake – Not only because, and this has been said, not only because Nick Anderson has struggled as much as he has, he was fantastic during the regular season, has struggled a lot in the playoffs, I think he got overused a little bit, but I think there has to be some sort of mix, and I I don't think it should be an auto-decision all the time, I think, and I think everyone agrees with that, or a lot of people agree with that, it shouldn't be an automatic decision. But it just comes back to this for me is I wasn't surprised by it. I wasn't surprised that Kevin Cash chose to do this, that he chose to take out Snell a third time through the order against Mookie Betts and Corey Seager up at the top, two guys who have mashed. I, I It doesn't surprise me. Do I think it was the right move? No, I don't because I think they should have gone to Pete Fairbanks, but even then, Fairbanks struggled in his inning in a third. I, I don't know if pulling Snell, I, I think it. they should have left him. I wasn't surprised by it. I was most surprised that he went to Nick Anderson. I think still believing in him, and he still believed in Willie Adams too, and said, "Oh, he's going to come up in a spot with guys on." Adams had a brutal postseason. The Dodgers win the World Series, and then we find out post game that Justin Turner tests positive for coronavirus. He comes back out, celebrates with the team. MLB released a statement today, basically saying that Turner made that call on his own. Um, you know, risking everyone else around him, uh, risking you know infection from people around him. And went out there himself. And I, I, I was flabbergasted by this entire situation. I, I didn't think it was actually happening before my eyes. And on Twitter, I didn't think it was happening. But it was happening. And he was out there. It'll be interesting to see what MLB does. If they suspend Turner. If they find Turner. If they find the Dodgers. I think everyone's looking at Major League Baseball to see. And now wondering, was the World Series with 12,000 fans or close to it a super spreader event? How did the bubble break? How did Justin Turner get infected? Who else is infected? I know they're testing guys today. Families testing players, families today in, in Texas. How, how much does this expand? How, how far does it go? I think it was really fitting, honestly, that 2020 came to an end with a positive coronavirus test. It's just It just is so fitting, and it's poetic justice to the entire season to to the the whole nature of the year, the shortened season with the breakouts and with everything being impacted by the virus, I think it was it was just a, a sobering reminder of what they had to deal with, but also that it's still very prevalent. You know, it's it's still a problem, and hopefully before 2021, we can have some more clarity and and hopefully things will be under control, and and that's the hope here. But after last night, it just kind of dampers your hopes a little bit. Let's talk about 2021. Let's talk about the twins. Didn't make a decision that I saw in Sergio Romo today. A lot of teams making decisions on club options. One of them being the Washington Nationals. They declined Adam Eaton's club option. They declined Anibal Sanchez's club option, and they declined Howie Kendrick's option. Let's talk about Howie after this word from Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Built Bar is even deliciouser. 18 amazing flavors with six new flavors. And 12 original flavors to go along with it. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. Built bars are healthy. Built bar is great for the health-conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for a keto diet. In the peanut butter bar, only 5 grams of net carbs. This is huge for a type 1 diabetic like me. And in the coconut almond bar, only 5 grams of net carbs. I think this coconut almond bar is really delicious. Right now, Built Bar has reset the promo code for this relaunch. You get a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last. It's only going to last for a week or so, but you can go to builtbar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at builtbar.com. These bars are legit. They're legit delicious. Built Bar is a protein bar that certainly tastes like a candy bar. It tastes sweet, but it isn't sweet. Only 4 grams of carbs in the cookies and cream as well. Again, BiltBar.com, promo code LOCKDOWN. You'll get 20% off your next order. Highly recommend these bars. Howie Kendrick, $6.5 million mutual option declined by the Washington Nationals. We all know Howie Kendrick. He's had a tremendous career, but we all know him because of his postseason heroics last year. I mean, most recent. Recency bias in 2019. Winning the World Series, the Nats. hits a huge home run in Game 7 off the foul pole. The ball had yellow paint on it from the foul pole. I think that was off Zach Grinke. He was a superstar in the postseason. He's played in 50 career postseason games. He was the 2019 NLCS MVP in the sweep over the Cardinals. And has just had a great career. Now 37 years old, there's a little bit of speculation that he may choose retirement if the Nationals won't have him back. But he can still play first. He can still play second. He can still play third, presumably. And since 2017, in 277 games in four seasons, Howie Kendricks hit 320. 367 on base percentage and slugged 502 for a 124 OPS. That's a fantastic line. Fantastic. Only played in 25 games in 2020, though, because of a hamstring strain in September. Got 100 plate appearances, hit 275, 320 on base percentage, 385 slugging percentage. Huge step down from his line in the three years prior, but 100 plate appearances. And, and we're asking ourselves again, how much are we weighing 2020? I think we're, with a guy that's 37, maybe you weigh it a little bit more and, and ask yourself if he's falling off quickly. But you just got to look at the career numbers and, and even at 2019, like career year in 2019, but in his career against left-handed pitching. And that's what you're looking at here with Kendrick. Place first, second, and third. You'd hope if Sano and Donaldson are healthy, you hope that they're healthy, first of all. But when they are, you wouldn't use Kendrick against the lefty because Sano and Donaldson crush left-handed pitching. So he wouldn't play first or third against the lefty. He might play second, though, for Luis Arise if they start to feel like Arise is is not good against lefties. His career hasn't shown that. So how he can't play the outfield anymore, so, it's not an exact fit. It's not a perfect fit, but they would find time for him and get Donaldson off his feet and start Howie, Howie if they were to do this. But in his career against lefties, hit 296, 343 on base, 447 slug for a 114 weighted runs created plus. That's tremendous. Versus righties, 293, 335 on base, 423 slug for a 106 weighted runs created plus. Not as good, but still solid. In 2019, I mean, you can't say enough about him. Hit 344 with a 146 weighted runs created plus, and was, I mentioned, the hero in the postseason. Defense is uh, about average at second in 2019. Third, a little bit below average, but still close to average. And then first, an average defender. So, at three spots, average defender in 2019. Ranked in the 99th percentile in expected weighted on-base average. Ranked in the 98th percentile in expected slugging percentage. Ranked in the 80th percentile in barrel percentage. Ranked in the 90th percentile in exit velocity. And ranked in the 93rd percentile in hard-hit percentage. Again, this is in 2019, two seasons ago. This year, expected WOBA dropped Over 100 points from 4.26 to 3.20. Expected slugging percentage plummeted to 4.52. Barrel rate almost cut in half to 6.6%. Exit velocity down 3 miles an hour to 88.8 miles per hour or down 2.9 miles an hour. Hard hit rate down to 39.5%. That's almost down 10% from 2019. So huge drop off. But we're looking at it here, and that's seventy six batted ball events that we're going off of in twenty twenty. Just didn't play well. Maybe the hamstring was an issue. And we're looking at a huge sample, bigger sample at least, two hundred and ninety batted ball events in twenty nineteen. But Howie Kendrick's been a good hitter his whole career and especially in the last four seasons, we mentioned hitting three twenty with a one hundred twenty-four OPS plus. I think Kendrick is a is an intriguing option for a couple of reasons here. You love the postseason pedigree, fifty games. I think he's a clubhouse guy. I think he's a, a tremendous person from what I've read and heard about him and he can still play uh he's 37 but 2019 was he was one of the best hitters in baseball in 2019 121 games a downside is you don't know where there's a spot for him and the spot that he's filling is Marwin's spot right he's filling Marwin's utility role Marwin can play the outfield though and he didn't play much outfield in 2020 because he played he was basically the starting third baseman with Donaldson out most of the year and that's what you're looking at here you're looking at uh, a handcuff for Donaldson and Howie Kendrick, a right-handed bat who can probably hit at the same level as Josh, or has shown that he can do that um, without the defense. And now he's 37 years old, but you're hoping that he's a guy who can step in and hit, you know, he's like almost instant offense. Howie Kendrick uh, DH would a lot last year for the Nats because they added the universal DH. So it was a perfect spot for him. They signed Eric Thames, Starling Castro. They had a lot of utility infield field spots. Also, also Alec Bohm came up and played third, but, Howie Kendrick, if he can still play in the field, if you believe that he can still play second, third, and first, he has some value on this Twins team as a, not only a handcuff for Donaldson and Sano, who are going to need days off, but also I mentioned could platoon for Luis Arise. You know that's a potential spot for him. Start against lefties; he's crushed lefties in his career. One fourteen weighted runs created plus. I like the clubhouse fit a lot. I think he'd probably get along if they re-signed Nelson Cruz about Howie and Nelly and Josh. It'd be a fun veteran presence in the clubhouse with Kendrick there too. And you're always looking for that. He won the World Series last year, you know, in 2019. So he's been there, done that, 50 playoff games, average defense all around the infield, and his bat is special. It wasn't in 2020, had a hamstring issue I mentioned, but 2019 and, and before that, a special bat. I think Howie Kendrick, if you can get him at a year for like $2 million or a year for $3 million, I think you you jump on that, and and that revolves around him if he potentially wants to retire, if he wants to come to the Twins for a role that's not really solid. Like I don't know, you can't tell him what his role is going to be in Minnesota because he's he's a handcuff. You know, he's there in case of injury. He's there to fill in platoon once in a while for a rise, and maybe start at third once once or twice to get Donaldson off his feet. But if the DH spot opens up for the Twins and they don't sign Nelson Cruz, then it makes more sense because you can. Funnel Donaldson into the DH spot, put Howie at third. You can funnel Howie into the DH spot when Donaldson's at third most days. Um, you can put Sano into the DH spot, Rooker. You could put Howie at first. You can have him be your DH primarily like he did in 2020. More opportunity for him if Nelson Cruz is not back. But I think you bet on 2019 Howie Kendrick, even though he is 37 years old. You bet on him if you can get him for $2 million or $3 million. I know the Twins don't have a bunch of payroll space based on you know the, the limit we've set for them. And they set for themselves, even though there is no payroll in baseball, but Howie Kendrick, two, 3 million. love it. I would love that for the twins. It's just a question of are there underlying numbers that show that he's lost it, that he's off the cliff quickly. I mean, that would be quick, but we've seen that before. And also, does he want to play baseball in 2021? Thanks for listening today. Have a great day. Go twins. Try not to uh, drive yourself crazy with the news and, and with baseball news. I know last night was just absolutely nuts. Um, Go Twins. I'll be back tomorrow. More free agent talk, and maybe we'll hear about Sergio tonight. Thanks again for listening. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.